0: You're listening to episode 59 of the Empath Podcast. Welcome back to the Empath Podcast. I'm your host, Robin, from the Diary of an and creator of the Empaths in Business program. Today's episode is a really exciting one. It's with Nicole Chambers, a singer songwriter from here in Canada who released her album voice of a Virgo. Nicole came into my life this time last year when I was running a goal-setting workshop and then later enrolled as a student in Empaths and Business where I was able to get to learn more about her, more about her art and her music. And so I'm really excited to have her here on the podcast. When we first recorded this episode, it was actually Scorpio season, but when we were finished recording it, I was thinking, you know what, this is a Sagittarius season episode because it was really... Very much about making changes and expanding. And that's what Sagittarius season really reminds me of. It's cutting through that comfort zone and doing the things you need to do to not stay stuck in that comfort zone. In this episode, we talk about the three B's, the boundaries, the behaviors, the beliefs that are a really important part of manifesting and knowing how to consciously manifest. So if you're someone who enjoys manifestation content and manifestation stories, you're going to really enjoy this episode. We also dive into things like not fitting in and the courage and the bravery it takes to pave your own path. And for Nicole, what this looked like, like was paving her own path in the music industry. There's just a lot of gold in here so I'm not going to keep you any longer. Let's dive into the episode. So Nicole, hi. Do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Nicole Chambers, a singer-songwriter based out of Ontario. Singing is my first love and songwriting is my passion. I've been doing it since I was young. I was kind of a closeted singer until I got a bit older and I went to high school and I just kind of found some of my close friends, which I still have today. that are in music and even um, just like some teachers that really inspired me to pursue it. So then I went on to college, uh, studied jazz, met some more amazing uh, friends that I still work with today. I'm so blessed. And um, yeah, now I'm like a full-time singer-songwriter.
0: I, I had a question here. You, you just answered it already, so like fresh or like sharp out of the gate, I guess, on this. interview. <laughs> but and I know for me when I think of like a singer-songwriter and someone who is a musician or someone who has a music video, like that world is so foreign to me. But I would love if you could pull me into the actual process, or the step-by-step of deciding you were going into music. So what you're talking about with in school, someone encouraging you to the place where you're at now, just to normalize it, if there's any singer songwriters out there. And also just cause I'm, I'm genuinely curious.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, oh, oh boy. So being a, like an independent artist, singer songwriter or you know, musician in general, whatever you identify with, uh, it's a lot of work. Um, you know you have like you can still go to school and and learn things but at the same time most of the work is on you to like figure out shows to like you know create a portfolio for yourself to network to just show up (laughs) every day for yourself but also like being aware of not burning out Um, a lot of things I had to learn on on my journey but I would say if it wasn't for my high school teacher, Mr. Liu, shout out to Mr. Liu. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have found the courage to like apply for music because I actually was thinking of going into social work. Or the yeah, I know.
0: I didn't know that. How did I not know that? And. All of our time together
1: i know and it's funny because even when i found your podcast and you were talking about social work i was like wow i was meant to find this podcast for sure but yeah but it, it was not my calling i was just doing it because most of my aunties or you know other people i knew around me were in social work or going into social work or the other half of my family at the time was made up of nurses and just you know working in the hospital and stuff and i i didn't want to do either or and i knew that but my high school teacher was like you know like you can really sing and i was like yeah i guess so he's like no nicole like i think you should pursue this like what's the worst thing you don't get in i'm like okay so he helped me figure out the application and i went for the audition and stuff and i got in and from there it was like the craziest experience uh that i <laughs> that i had because I. I didn't know what i didn't know but i met some of my best friends i created some of the best music in my opinion of that time right because i'm still growing and i just developed my skills and it was hard it was I pushed myself um like i've never pushed myself <laughs> before but i'm so thankful because out of that came some songs off of voice of a virgo so, uh, yeah, I hope that answers your question.
0: Yeah. So then when, when did you realize that you, it was you alone, you had bandmates and you probably had support and you mentioned the networks, but when was it Nicole facing the music industry?
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, it wasn't until I got out of college. I think that's when most of us, and to feel the pressure of like, oh, wow, like, okay, now I have to like, really dive in and really like, fight for what I want. So it wasn't until I got out and I worked on like my first ever little EP. And I had to just learn all the things of like creating a split sheet, you know, and just like, obviously, I learned that in school, but just actually doing it for everybody. And then having all the repertoire together, having all the rehearsals, having the studio time together, figuring out how I was gonna afford for afford all of that. And just being able to showcase my work like you know, I, I never I never had before, but through all of that trial and error, I learned, you know, I made mistakes here and there, but I learned and yeah, it was a really <laughs> it was a really humbling experience for me.
0: I love the word fight you had to fight for it I don't know if we talk about it enough of the inner fight the fight with self I want to get into this as we keep going in the conversation but just having that grit to be like I made this decision so for you I made the decision to be a singer-songwriter and now I'm faced with the reality that this is a big world and I'm a small fish type of thing and it's only up to me to decide do I continue to fight for this or do I not I know I had that in business. It was yeah. the, the same feeling of I made a decision to leave my job, start, start a business, and now I'm realizing just how big that business world is. Am I going to fight for it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that – and even when I told my, my parents originally, um, like after I applied – I was just like, Oh, I'm going to go to school for music. Cause they kept asking like, Oh, like, you know, it's getting down to the wire now. Like, what have you decided? Blah, blah, blah. And I just remember being in the car with my dad and I just kind of like screamed it out. And I was like, I'm going to school for music. And they all looked back and they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to school for <laughs> music. And that's what I want to do. And they're like, well, we thought you wanted to go for like social work or like, you know, maybe what about nursing? I'm like, I know, but I don't like any of those things. And I have to try. And if I don't try, I'm never gonna know. And I I, this is just what I want to do. And and it was so weird to even just use my throat and be like, I have to do this. You know, like, even when my parents came to my recital, because you have your end of the year, like final recital. So even that, like, making your your flyers and just inviting people and just you know creating your bio just all these little things that you would normally do for a show now right and you know and i had a lot of my families even my grandparents and some of my aunties and stuff came they were like wow like we never even knew it was like this you never even sing for us you never anything for us so now when they see me they're just like oh wow like this you are really serious about this i don't think people really understand like how difficult it is to be a musician because it's like you are starting your own business just like you know you and your um eib program like just even hearing you talk about how you started that it was just i think that's really what you know drew me into um, your podcast cause that's how i first found you because i was like oh, okay she understands the, the struggle of like being a creative and just declaring it and then having to prove it to like you know, yourself, not even your family, just yourself that
0: you can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And in a way you are proving it to others along the way too.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: I, I just wrote I'm putting out an Instagram post on this soon because I just wrote the caption. So it's in front of my brain, but mm-hmm. I remember like we're in Scorpio season as we're recording this. And Scorpio is a lot about grief, letting go and When I left social work to be a business owner, I didn't have support in those early days. Mm -hmm. And I remember the grief, like there was the grief of leaving behind coworkers, so social work coworkers, the workplace, different things like that that are more visible. But then there was the grief of being misunderstood. Like I was no longer going to be understood. At Christmas to be when people are like, how's your job if you're a social worker they get it it's normal it's mainstream and regardless of your creative path of how your creativity expresses itself if you go off the beaten path you do grieve those things the the sense of belonging your your grandmother's getting you cheering for you (laughs) yeah when you're first starting out you don't get to easily fit yourself into a path that's been um I'm, i'm seeing like a groove You know, when there's a groove in the road, like your tire can naturally go in it and you don't have to work as hard or like a path in the forest. If there's a clearing, you just walk the path. But if you're making that path, you have to do more of that physical work, like move the trees. And when you're first starting out and you don't have the tools to do that, it takes tremendous bravery to say, I'm going to do it anyway. and I'm going to figure it out as I go on the path. And I was thinking about the music industry and how when I think of music, I'm not even in it, but there's a strong narrative out there that musicians never make it. Yeah. How have you defended yourself against that, that mindset? Because you definitely can't have that no. in your energy.
1: No. I think part of that is again just finding your podcast and just listening to you talk about it put a lot of things into perspective for me because I was like hey remember all those times that you'd freak out about certain shows or certain events or example like your album and you're like oh my god are we gonna make the deadline are we gonna you know when you're freaking out it's like it, it has to work out. You know, it always works out for you. Sure. Maybe it's not on your time because you're a Virgo and you must control everything about timing, <laughs> but it's gonna work. And that has just been, even my, even my life right now, like in 2020, 2021, there was a lot of things I had wrote down and, you know, for my goals and stuff. And I was just like, oh, these didn't happen when I thought they would, but they happened. And it, I'm just, again, that's part of me (laughs) letting go is just let go of other people's projections, let go of this narrative that, oh, I'm supposed to make it by this age or this time at this specific place. And I'm wearing this specific dress and like Adele's there and it's great. Like, no, (laughs) just (laughs) let go of all of that and just, just flow. I definitely have had to defend myself a lot, especially when it comes to my family and the, and, and the path that I took. But Again, something will just click and I'm just like, see, like it didn't happen when we thought it would happen, but it still happened for me. So I'm going to need you to stop projecting and just let me live. That's how I'm supposed to flow. And I've realized that through your program, that like, that's how manifesting certain things for me even works. I can't be in control. I have, I can go out there and like do the, like take the necessary steps and align myself with the necessary uh, steps for the thing I want, but I'm not allowed to really be there. I have to let I have to let go and just let room for the universe to just provide what needs to provide. Perfect example of that is I wanted to join like this music publishing company, and I reached out to them like a year ago, like almost to the season. Like I can't even remember the date, and I really wish I wrote it down so I could like go back and reflect, but. This guy randomly found me, like the head of the company, like randomly found me I was like, Hey, I love your stuff. Like, would you be open for a chat? And I was like, look at the universe. So he wanted this a year ago, but they were like, No, you're not ready, and blah blah. And I was like, I am and they're like, No, you're not. So a year later, <laughs> like almost to the day, and even when I spoke to him about it, because he was a really cool dude. And he was like, oh my God, like you reached out to us a year ago. And I'm like, I did. He's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's like, who did you talk to? Like I have to go back and look for this email. Like, that's crazy. He's like, I don't know what was going on a year ago. And I'm like, hey man, divine timing. It's all good. <laughs> I'm now I'm in the perfect spot to just be there and it and it feels right. Cause even other opportunities like that one came up and it never felt right. And my spirit was like, No, just wait. This isn't it. Don't rush because it's the only option right now. It's not the option. Boom, a year later. It's the option I wanted. I just needed to just get out of my own way. Like, I put it so far out of my mind that it, when I saw the email, I was like, wow, look at that, you know?
0: Yeah. Your, your story brings up two Virgo points, one being discernment, Yeah. know what you want, make sure you're saying no to everything that's not it. That's how you stay on the path. Yeah. And two, the value of goal setting. And people think you set goals to step by step by step by step step reach them. But when you talk about manifestation, you set a goal because it gives you the direction of the person you need to become to become an energetic match for that thing that you want. And so the reason he couldn't see you a year ago is because you weren't an energetic match for it. But once you set that goal and you started to see, okay, to reach this goal, I need to change this, 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 and do this, this, this. Yeah. By doing those things in the physical world, you shift your vibration, and so even though those things may not lead you to him in the way you thought, what they do is they make you the vibration so that he cannot miss you. Yes, that's, that's energetics. I see it all the time with uh, goal setting. It's it's no no no. Set the goal. Figure out. What are the, i talk about the three B's, like your boundaries, behaviors, beliefs. What do those have to be to reach the goal? Start to embody those and then watch how the goal just happens. And I love how you brought that up.
1: Yeah, I love that. Thank you for reminding me of of the three B's because now that you just said that, it just sparked something in me. I was like, oh, I understand now why the things have come because I set my boundaries. (laughs) I realized that when I had set like these specific boundaries and I was like, okay, I don't want what's over here. I'm trying to be over here. It was like instantly, like after that day, certain like grants I applied for, I got certain opportunities that I had thought had passed me by just because of the season had come back. And they were like, oh, we didn't forget about you. We were just doing things. And then this guy showed up and I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Okay. I was like, I'm sensing a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So cool. Um You have a song that I love. I've had it on my YouTube playing. I don't know if you check your YouTube analytics, but you can probably see my views in there. But (laughs) it's called Warm Body. And as a creative, I love to peek in behind the scenes of other creatives' process. And so how did you come up with it? Point of conception to it being out in the world.
1: Yeah, so honestly, I was just so frustrated about a situation that I was in at the time over the summer, and I just got to my little keyboard, and I honestly just started to pour out my feelings. And it was like, next thing I knew, it was a song, and I was like, wow, oh, this is really cool. Like, oh, okay, cool. And I just remember my spirit being so clear, and they were like, yeah, but this isn't like the end, this is just the beginning of something like so big, and I remember it so clear. Because if it wasn't for Warm Body, like, that is the the anchor for Voice of a Virgo. Like, that was the start of just, like, the entire project. And I'm just so humbled and grateful to all the people that have come out, like, even till this day, like, now. And they're still like, thank you so much for being so honest about your feelings because i just needed this i was going through a tough time and this is giving me you know the courage and the strength to just walk away and set my boundary and say that i deserve more because i i I just got to the point where i was like you you can't keep doing this this doesn't make you feel good you don't feel good when you're around this person you you know that this isn't the the energy that you should be surrounding yourself by so you just you need to just you need to make it very clear that you know you don't need to just be a warm body to this person essentially so um yeah, that was pretty much how it started
0: <laughs> I love how so like I, I'm in a healthy relationship you know I don't there's nothing like that but I still relate to the song because in it it's empowerment that's how I yeah. feel I was working on it on my sales page the other day listening to it and I was like <laughs> This has nothing to do with like going through a breakup and having boundaries with toxic men and or yeah. people, and and then it's like. But in her voice, Nicole's voice is it's bold, it's empowered, and that's the energy I want to be in when I'm writing my sales page. So I don't know. I like hearing how people listen to the podcast. So I just thought it'd be cool to to share where I listen to your artwork.
1: I know for me, I'm probably listening to your podcast like. Anywhere, anytime. For me, it was a, it was definitely in the in the fall season for mm-hmm. sure. And it was always when I was cooking some warm kind of meal. Just kind of warmed me up. So
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So with your song, there's a music video. This was the music video you were preparing when you were in EIB. What was it like preparing for it? Physically, the the sets and stuff, but also mentally emotionally
1: oh it was so overwhelming because i'd never done anything like this before i'm so blessed to receive the mvp prism prize grant so thank you rbc shout out to them Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so so thankful i I even got that because that like when i remember walking on set for the this is a two day shoot for the last day. And I was walking on set with my manager and the creative director. And we were like, could you imagine what warm body would have been like if we didn't have a grant? And we were like, no, (laughs) we were like, everything happened at the right time. Like everything was so divine for that. But it was a lot like mentally, I, I was trying to like get in shape vocally and just like physically. And emotionally, and I even had myself writing certain affirmations that I would tell myself, and I look in the mirror and try to do it, which is the hardest thing for me to do: is sing and look at myself in the mirror and say affirmations and look at myself in the mirror. It's very hard, so I had to, I had to do that, especially to the days leading up. And I was like, this is the body you have, and you're gonna show it off, and it's beautiful, and it's great, and you know what? Like, this is gonna be. An amazing thing because you you need to be your your true authentic self you need to show up as you because when other women are watching this they need to be like oh okay cool there's different bodies here oh okay Mm -hmm. great i don't have to look like you know some of these you know just some just certain girls and certain models out here and just how how they look i don't look like that and that's fine Like, sometimes I even go all the way back, and I think to childhood, and I'm like, at what point did you, like, stop loving your body and who you were? Like, how did you get to this? Or did you think that it was cool to not love yourself because other girls didn't love themselves at that time? You know what I mean?
0: Oh, you just gave me chills. Yeah, to fit in. (laughs) Self-hate as a way to fit in.
1: I know. I know. I had to go way back, and I was like, yeah, I got to, hmm, should probably meditate on that a little bit, but it 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 worked out really well. I was so thankful for the team. It was mostly made up of women, all sorts of women. And I'm just, it was just so grateful because that was also the dream that we wanted, you know, to have a woman director and uh, videographer and creative director and just other femmes on the set. Like it was such a nice moment. And even when we turned to uh, Laura, who was the art yeah the art director and she was setting up all the beautiful flowers for the second day and we went in to just greet everybody and see how everyone was doing and I was just like I'm so thankful for you guys I really tried to make this like um a set full of women and like Laura and her partner looked over and they were like oh my god this is why we've been so calm this entire time we're like wow this feels so good They're like we're even more excited they were like we never looked at it like that Not say that the masculine there's something there's something wrong with the masculine energy. This it's nothing like that at all. But sometimes it's so nice and humbling to just be surrounded by that many creative women because there's not a lot of us out here doing some of these roles. Sometimes you can there's a bit of tension, a bit of rivalry because there's not a lot within, like the industry in certain aspects, you know. So it's just really nice to have, that.
0: How many people, well, one question is how many days does it take to record a music video? And then you mentioned some of the roles, but in, like if you had to give your best guess, how many people's hands are on the project?
1: I want to say for this one, there was 15, 16 of us. I'd have to look at the, the credits again, but yeah, less than 20 is, is a good place to start. The reason it was a two-day shoot was also location like the first half of it was outdoor scenes and the second half was like in a in a studio so we had two different looks two different makeup looks we had dancing which again i know my girlfriends were petrified of doing but i'm so thankful that they did because we all knew like we're all pretty like you know spiritual as well so we all knew we just we were like but this is gonna make us so much better like we need this for our souls we need to just awaken the goddess within because we've just been stuck in like pandemic mode for so long and it was it was such a blessing because those were my two like you know soul sisters from college as well And they were there when I was writing "Warm Body. Like they were there to hear the first ever draft when I wrote it and I was crying. They were there to hear it in the the studio version. And so to have them in the video meant so much to me because they were like my day ones. They went through all of that drama with me.
0: I was going to ask if they were actors or dancers, but no, they're they're closer than that. I think it's towards maybe the middle or towards the end, but there was this feeling of see me. Like I'm here, see me. There's this one, would it be a frame, a frame in the video? The eyes. There's something about the eyes that are just, they catch your attention. It's like, see me. And yeah. this leads me to another question is, how did it feel for you being seen? It's your face. It's your body.
1: Um, that was an interesting topic between me and my creative director um, and choreographer, Zo. Which the beautiful dancer in Warm Body. Yeah, in the beginning, the way I had envisioned this whole thing was that she was just going to dance throughout the whole thing, and I would just have, like, a one-two shot. And she fixed that real quick. She's like, oh, no, 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 sweetie, you're not hiding. You tried it, but absolutely not. This is your music video, and I'm happy to help you and be a part of it, but, like, this is about you. Like, you have to be seen. You have to be front and center, Nicole, every time. Every little frame, every little dance move, it's like, no, you can't hide. You have to be seen. No, own it. The whole thing is just about see me, hear me roar, you know, (laughs) like no more hiding, no more being a comfort for the evening. It's like, no, I deserve more than that. I deserve to be seen. I deserve to be loved. I deserve to have all of the things, even though I may not always feel that way. I deserve. And that's just the bottom line.
0: I deserve period is what I saw in yeah. my my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Talk to me a bit about your album, the album as a whole. So Voice of a Virgo, how long does it take to create an album? What's involved?
1: I guess I'll start with Voice of a Virgo and how that happened. Cause I can't, I can't really say like, okay, I'll start with Voice of a Virgo. Um, I, just real, I have this image in my head, like as you were asking your question, and I can never forget it. I was just like in the shower, which is what the place I love to like sing and like catch ideas and just write, just do all the things. I love it. I'm not even a water sign, but anyways. Um, do you have water? Do you have water? I do. I I have um my my moon is Scorpio. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know out of all the things I'm like oh this makes so much sense okay (laughs) yeah so and I remember just singing and I was thinking about my throat chakra and like my thyroid like how my 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 close friend Jessie was in the warm body music video and she was talking to me about how it shaped like a butterfly and I was like oh that's really cool and I just heard like yeah like blue butterflies you really love blue blue throat chakra and, like, how you don't always say what you have to say and you, how you had to use your throat chakra so much for this album and singing every song and how, you know, but just, it's just so intense. And I just, like, remember thinking, like, oh, my God, like, voice of Virgo. And they were like, yep, that's what it's called. Okay, bye. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and that's just how <laughs> that's just how I get most of my ideas. It's very when I'm still or, like, when I'm, I guess, in my element, it just, like, comes through and I just, like, kind of pull something from source and it's just, like, Boom. So for this project, a lot of it came up just like when I was, I don't know, like just as I was going through the, the motions, like I wasn't even trying, but I'd just be at a piano and they would just start writing these songs and I would be like, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Like they were collecting it. I wasn't even aware that like, oh, okay, this is going to be an album. Nope, I wasn't trying. I just kept collecting all of these songs and then eventually when I laid them all out and I saw them all I was like, Okay, this is it. This is the album. This is the project. Even for like there's like a little interlude in uh voice of a Virgo and it's just like vocals and I just remember feeling so connected to like um all the women in me. Yes, that's what I called it, all the women in me. I just, because I, I, you know, the pandemic gave us a lot of time to sit with ourselves and think some more and reflect and just really hear your guides and just connect with them. And I I did that. And I just kept thinking about all the women in me, like all the aunties, all all the moms, all the grandmas, and all the pain and the suffering that we've been through as, as, as women and how I realized a lot of the women in my family, not, not all of them really, have a voice they don't use their throat chakra as much as say i guess me now at this point and i just i just remember seeing those those oohs and those ahs and just thinking like wow i'm just channeling something it's one of my favorite clips and even sometimes people would message me in the the dms and be like oh i just like do yoga to this song sometimes or like i just like play this on repeat sometimes because it's just so good like I don't know what it is but it just like washes over me and I'm like I know that's the point thank you (laughs) I'm glad that you're connected to that after voice of Virgo is done I have like in in my mind before it was even released to like the public like just the team alone we're all just wrapping it up and we're like all right it's it's shipped off to the distributions company and everything's locked in the date all right cool we're good I was already starting to write other songs. I just didn't realize it again. But the same pattern was happening. I would be watching a show or I'd be in the shower. I'd go for a walk and I'd start humming and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, what's happening? Because in my mind, I didn't want anything else at that moment. I was like, okay, well, no, like, let's just calm down. You know, you're, just, you're doing too much. Like, you just finished your project. And then it would come, like, the next month, there'd be another little melody. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's coming back. It's coming back. Like, what's happening? And then before I, like, I could even realize it, I was like, oh, my God, okay, I'm writing a new project now, which is what I'm currently working on <laughs> now. So I just kind of go where spirit takes me. I At this point, I can't fight it. Um, so... That's just how, how it works for me.
0: The, you said they, they were collecting. Like they yeah. were. I love that, that imagery because that is a very feminine approach to creativity. Or yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <We're> the gatherers. <laughs>
0: yeah, we gather piece by piece by piece, which yep. is a message I try to get across through my work is you don't have to have it all figured out. You won't have it all figured out. That's impossible. But take mm-hmm. the next piece take the next piece the the style that you gather in that's how i also create courses and workshops i'll get like the first idea so my warm body my my piece of anchor and then from there spirit will give me the next and the next and the next and yeah when i started i thought that was strange but i realized now it's actually very feminine very normal
1: yeah and speaking of the feminine, and I think that's why your program was so helpful for me, because it, it brought a lot more of that to me in a, in a really calm and just not over overbearing way, because for Voice of Virgo, I was definitely in my masculine. I was like, we have deadlines, we have things to do, we have got to get these deadlines, let's go, let's go. Then when I started having these little pretty melodies that are very just like, lovey I was like oh no they want me to do a love project but I'm gonna resist I'm gonna resist as much as I can to the point where they'd wake me out of my sleep to write songs because they knew but I'm I'm still so grateful because I'm actually really excited for this project coming along and I'm so grateful and I'm just letting it take its time and just trying to be my feminine energy right now and let her do what she wants to do
0: when you look out as a release date, not that you would have a concrete one from a feminine place, but, but what, what's the vision for this next album?
1: Um, it's spring, because it just feels like there's love in the air and um, nature's just starting to blossom and bloom again. And, you know, you're just outside more. And you're just like so happy to just even see like little flowers start to bud and stuff. So every time I see it, Or if I'm working on a song, I just keep thinking about like singing in springtime.
0: Spring to me always has this excitement, potential. A deeper question When did you know music was your purpose? Have you had a moment of knowing?
1: I think I just, in the beginning, through college and a little bit after college, like, of course, I was just like making music and singing because I just loved it and I just wanted to share my story. But I think through voice of a Virgo, and all the feedback that I got from just other women, especially it was so humbling. And I try to take screenshots of like everything just to collect them and remember like, okay, this isn't really about you. Like nothing. I don't feel like anything I create is about me. And that's fine. Not to say that it's not my experience that I've gone through, of course, but it's not just my experience. This is an experience that, you know, you could have gone through or some other person could have gone through and be they will go through like I don't know and that's why sometimes I can't even claim my work as mine I think I'm just a messenger and I think through voice of a Virgo is really when I found my 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 purpose and I'm like yeah music is it it is what it is it's it's the gift I have it's the gift I want to share nothing else makes me happier than when I'm sitting or when I'm going for a walk and I catch an idea or I see something that inspires me, just having the freedom to just like write makes me so happy. And I love being in this space. And I love when people, you know, DM me or message me about how my music makes them feel and how they've just got out of bed today, just whatever it is. I'm, I think I'm so thankful for that. And I'm like, oh, this is why I do it. Okay.
0: I'm interrupting this episode really, really quick to let you know about my email newsletter. If you're someone who enjoys these episodes and you want alerts for when new episodes go live so that you can come over and you can listen to them, you can join us for free at the link in the show notes of this episode.
1: For like my very, very first project, which sometimes I get so like, just like, oh my God, it was so young. And like, I just, you know, whatever, whatever. Like I wanted to take it down after Voice of Virgo came out and when i had the thought i kid you not when i had the thought of like okay maybe this week we'll take it down someone dm'd me instantly it was like hey i just like i know you have this other project but i really love this project and like i really love this song and i was like oh wow thank you so much like i was actually gonna take it down and they were like oh please don't (laughs) they were like (laughs) when were you gonna take it down i'm like this week they're like wow how crazy is that i'm like i know (laughs) I know. And this is the, and that was like the second time it had happened in that year of me being like, okay, it's down. So I think I have to leave it, I guess, because every time I get really close, someone messages me or someone says something and they're like, please don't take it down. Like it's part of your growth. I'm like, okay. So yeah.
0: I feel that's a a creative Thing to look back and cringe at your previous, and I used to feel that way too. So much. I mean, I still do, but when it happens, I use it as a sign of I am growing. Not that what I did was bad. It's just a sign of growth. That's very, very normal and natural. I love too how people are messengers. The way you're a messenger for people. People are messenger for you. People coming into your world to say. to to remind you to stay spirit led don't let the ego come in and say the past work sucks spirit knows that that past work it is still affecting lives because you could never write from the place that you were in writing that now because you're a different person but there's still people who need who you were in that moment so i'm glad i'm glad they found you and told you to not take it down Something that you work through a lot in EIB was coming into your power as an independent artist. I I mentioned this before our call, but I was thinking to myself about, okay, independence, that's something I really foster within people in EIB, because you cannot be an entrepreneur without that independent backbone. You can have support, you can have teammates and do teamwork, but at the end of the day, it's you who's carrying the vision forward. And it's you who even has a vision in the first place for this thing that you're creating. We talked about this, but I was saying how learning to take responsibility for our lives and our businesses and to be self-supported is a really important part of being a business owner. But my spirit said self-supportive. And that got us talking about Virgo, being a Virgo, and how Virgo at its detriment can be a really strong inner critic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it can pull us down and and be so harsh and so mean and say things about ourselves that no one would ever say to us and we would never ever ever say to someone else how have you learned on this journey to quiet that virgo critic and to welcome in more of that virgo because virgo is a very mothering energy too it's a very supportive how have you done that, sh- that, that shift and have you had any specific tools?
1: Yes. So my tool has been meditation. That works <laughs> really well for me because I am my worst critic. And it's actually sometimes it's scary because I'm like, how can you think so little of yourself? You would never say that to anybody else. It's just because it's you. You know, I'd be like, oh, my God, like that thing is that song is off or like, no, like, oh, my God, it took me so long to do this. Like, no. And I have to just humble myself really quickly and be like, OK, hi, hello. Um, we're going to dress you today. So clearly you're just lashing out. Why are we lashing out? Let's backtrack for a minute. OK, let's walk through the steps. How did mm-hmm. you get it this morning? Mm, OK, did you meditate today? Oh, no, nope, you skipped that oh well that's your first problem (laughs) you're not grounded and that's why you're coming for yourself or you're coming for other people because you're not grounded and thanks to the pandemic i had so much time to meditate and ground to the point where now if it's not a thing for me i cannot function as a nice human being so i had to do a lot of that like for specific songs and specific things for example even warm body like when i had pitch that song to certain people and show them, they were immediately just like, oh, it's so long though. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went back and I reflected and I was like, are you going to change this because of what they said? Does that feel right to you? No. Okay. You're going to go with this. You're going to take a chance. All right, cool. And I'm glad that I did because... There was even one point where it was like, is Warm Body going to make the cut? Should it make the cut? You know, just a conversation amongst the team. And I was like, it has to make the cut. It is it is voice of Virgo. So I had to go within myself and just, again, be my own independent boss artist and just be like, no, this is part of it. Because, again, it's like, especially when you're operating from a spiritual level, again, it's not about you. So I would say if you can go within yourself and meditate, that kind of – Quiets that voice of you're not good enough or whatever other things it might try to say to me.
0: Yeah. Taking leadership of, well, your, your mindset, your mental space. I know for me, if I don't spend time with myself Mm -hmm. in the run of a day, and this became very apparent when I moved in with my partner, it's like, I need that time alone to be a grounded human being. So that I can be kind and loving and caring. So putting self, we can think it's super selfish, but it's not. It is the most loving.
1: And I've even had to, not to throw my mom into this, but I've had to explain that to my mom too. You know, the other day she just saw me all bundled up and under a sheet and I was so cozy and I was watching my favorite shows and she just looked at me and she's like, I just wish I could do that. And I'm like, what? She's like, I just wish I could just... It just be, you know, how comfy you are. And I'm like, you can. What else do you have to do today? You're looking for things to do. You know, you're a mom and you have this whole housemaker thing, and that's great. And we love you, but none of us need you right now. (laughs) You need yourself. Just go and be with yourself and grab some tea or some, you know, whatever you want, some wine, and just be with yourself. It's so important to ground.
0: Another thing that came up for you, and I, I think this will inspire a bit of a conversation, but the idea of money blocks and learning to charge for your art as part of the process of being an artist. I find in my world, because of the people that I support, I'm in the energy of this divide of you can either be an artist or creative, or you can either like money. And that divide is the reason for starving artist syndrome. I put on one of my sales pages, like, You don't have to be starving to be an artist because it's such a part of the narrative of being a creative, being an artist is to to feel like you have to resist the money. I'm thinking about the be self-hating to fit in earlier in the conversation. And it's kind of like that in the creative industry. It's like to to be this identity, I need to give up what I need, which is money to have the life that I want. So we don't do that here. We do value money. And I do feel like that's one of the gifts that I bring to the table is let's start to value this as individuals, but also let's fight the narrative as a collective. Bring me in, like what was that process in EIB? Was there like a certain lesson or a prompt or something that made it clear to you why you had this belief?
1: Honestly, I think it was just you. I think it was just our our calls because I I think we spent like two weeks on that, right? Because I remember you gave us like a break period and you were like, all right, guys, this is a week like rest because you're gonna need it and then we came back to like money and I was like oh my god I get it now <laughs> I'm just like tra la la break yay it's like no it's about to get real up in here girl just now we talked it out and that was really what helped me is talking it out because you know we had to show you or we had to talk to you about our, our price points and stuff and you know you reviewed it with us it was really helpful for me I think after we had talked it out I was like, I have to get over this. Like, at what point am I going to manifest the life I want for myself if I can't even charge for it? It's like, what is that? No, put some value on yourself, on your name. And I even had to, like, go through some of um, the other artists, like, within my little community and talk to them and be like, hey, if you don't mind, can we have a conversation about money and, like, what you charge and this. And I think even doing that after we had talked put so many things into perspective. I was like, oh, my God. I was like... No wonder you're living. No wonder I'm not. I'm not charging the right amount at all. It was so empowering. I was like, wow, okay. Like, this is a this is a great place to, to start. I think even for me, within the money blocks too, I have to learn. I had to learn to say, no, thank you. Not this time. I appreciate you, but come back to me if the budget looks like this. And if not, it's okay that they don't come back to you. I can't care about what people think of uh, of me.
0: I see with you, I remember watching your growth and it was a little at first, like me objectively. Internally, it was probably a lot of going on, but I could see these little changes. And then one of the calls, you showed up and you were talking about an opportunity. And I remember you said, but it doesn't align with what I want. And I said, right there, that's discernment. And for you and your path to abundance, being able to discern and then walk away clean, like clean cut to the things that aren't, that's how you build up your money muscle. I just, I remember that call. It was like little change, little change, little change. And then it was like, whoa, okay, she's got it.
1: But I also do choose, um, I had to just learn to like even step back from people and not even answer them right away so that I can just take a bit more time and really sit and think with myself. Mm-hmm. Instead of, again, worrying about, oh, no, like, I didn't get back to this person right away. Like, oh, I guess opportunity will still be gone. It's like, no, if it's meant, it will be meant. You know that. You've seen multiple times now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you can hold your worth. That's all nervous system work. Mm-hmm. Can you rest in the stillness of taking the space of a day or two to get back to someone? I heard this last night. I am want to put it here. Reaction. Is the, the re and then act so, like, you know, re being like it's back again to redo something? So, when you're reacting, you're reacting the way you always have. It's a habit, it's an addiction in a way. So, when you can step back and you can do the nervous system work to not react and to respond instead, that's how you can make that discerning choice to say this is for me or this isn't. But if you're reacting, you don't even get the the space to make that decision. You're just gonna go with what you've always done, which is being underpaid. So as an EIB alumni, what would you say to someone who's thinking about joining the program? You know, they're in their head, not sure if they should join, if it will work for them. What advice would you give them?
1: I would say I was that person too. I had to just go. I had to just go with it. And I'm so happy I did. Like, out of all the programs and workshops that I've taken, especially through the pandemic, this is by far, like, my favorite. And I'm so grateful to you. And I'm so grateful to the program, because it just helped me grow as an individual so, so much. Like, even my friends are like, yeah, like, You've just grown so much and like you just stand so tall. So yeah, I would just say if you're on the fence, that's totally understandable, but I think you should just go for it. Like what, what do you really have to lose? You're just going to gain.
0: I'm thinking about the throw your hat over the fence analogy (laughs) that I like to use. If I'm ever in a spot and I know what's good for me is on the other side of a big decision, but I'm comfortable where I am and I'm finding all reasons to not do it. I do what I call like throw your hat, invest something. Whether that's like financially, like go to the sales page, book it. I do that all the time with courses that I know are for me and I, I know I'll easily convince myself out of. Or it could be something like tell someone who you really look up to that you're going to do this thing because that will hold yeah. you accountable. Like that's throwing your hat as well. So finding ways to, to not let the part of you that wants to hold you back, hold you back. And I think with a, a Virgo or any overthinker, it's all the thoughts of, but what if it doesn't work out? Like, what if the worst case scenario ever imaginable happens? Yeah, you just have to trust that if you were drawn, this is in front of my brain because I, I just re-enrolled in a program. It's a, a fifteen thousand dollar program and I took it for a year and I was about to not take it again. Cause I, I was I got a lot of learning out of it. But I was like, you know what? There's a part of me that's like, I need to do this one more year. So I I threw my hat. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to the sales page. I am going to say yes because part of me knows that this is exactly what I need to do. You've already mentioned that you are working on another album, but as we close out this episode, what is next for you? Um,
1: I am just, again, like, yeah, I know I'm still working on the album. I'm hoping to have shows because I think a lot of things are going to start opening up in the new year. So I'm kind of looking forward to being in front, in front of an audience. Um, but I think what I'm most looking forward to is just... Still just trying to move into to like my higher self. <laughs> I know that sounds, that might sound a little cheesy, but it's been, it's been a, bit of, a bit of a goal for me right now, especially because again, it's the, the fall and like soon the winter season. And it's just a great time to hibernate and just go, go within and reflect. And I'm, I'm just really trying to build myself into the version that I know I can be. And I'm just excited to see her and meet her. That's really just what I'm doing aside from music. Like, I don't want to get stuck. And like you said, set in my ways because I'm so good at doing that, which is partly why I know this um, love album is kicking my butt a little because they're just like, no, like, you need to talk about this. You know, it's like the calm after the storm. Like, that's what this project feels like. And sure, like, you may not have found like your partner and that's okay it's not about that it's not even about that it's just you embracing love because no one has ever really seen you like this and maybe again there are other people out there that want to embrace love and they're just out there trying to manifest a a partner so again like you just need to you just need to do it it's not about you just get over yourself get over the fear (laughs) just just do it
0: it's the pathway to the partner i hear that very loud in my my head
1: I know you keep saying that.
0: (laughs) You could tell in energetics why that is because you're going to be falling into more and more and more of the feminine. That's the place, the receptivity is where you need to be to call in that partner. I mean, I see it from my own experience that I got very interested in learning about the feminine energy right before I met my partner. Where can people find you?
1: Okay, so you can find me under Nicole uh, dot Chambers on Instagram, and then it's Nicole Chambers on um, any other platforms like Facebook or Twitter, and then it's just Nicole Chambers on Spotify, Apple Music, and any other platform that you listen to music on. And that's where you can find me.
0: Amazing, and I'll put those all at the bottom of the episode, so they can just click it. And as we say bye, what are three things that are inspiring you most right now?
1: I don't know if there's three things that are inspiring me but i can say three things that i love right now is that okay
0: that is inspiration what we love okay
1: okay because i'm just like i don't know like if there's i I think i'm because i keep thinking about like someone that is inspiring me so i'm like i don't know if there's anyone really but i would say just getting back into the habit of nurturing my body so whether that's like eating yummy foods or just like going for walks and just seeing the leaves change also like uh working on working on music that's putting me in a lovey mood i I really love that right now and just finding new music or new artists to just connect and and work with i just love it because it's just helping my my project grow and even just me like just helping me grow because you know there's always something that someone else can teach you so I would say those are the three things right now
0: well thank you so much for being here
1: anytime this was so fun thank you for having me
0: I hope you enjoyed today's episode If you haven't already, go find Nicole on YouTube, Spotify, over on Instagram, and say hello. Let her know that this podcast sent you her way. I know I haven't been as present on the podcast this year, but I do have some amazing episodes lined up as we close out 2021 and welcome in 2022. To make sure you don't miss the alerts for when those episodes go live, be sure to join us via email at the link below. You'll get more tips and tools and support, as well as those notifications for when there's new episodes and of course if you have a minute head over to itunes apple Podcasts, and leave a heart-based review reviews mean so much to me and to this podcast because they tell the platforms that you enjoy the content and then it sends the podcast out to new ears and new listeners so more and more people can benefit from this work other than that have a beautiful day i hope you're having a beautiful december and we will talk soon